Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, you guys? I'm Ray. I'm from the North. I'm an alpha male. I'm a guy's guy. I also have an entourage. And when I go to the bar, most people are ordering Cosmos, margaritas, maybe a slippery nipple. You know, one of those that's got Sambuca <laughs> in it and also like some Baileys. Not me, baby. I'm getting a can of beer and I go in the corner with my keys and I puncture a hole in it and I'm shotgunning it by myself so that I don't get kicked out of the bar hidden from the bouncer. Interesting. I've never heard it called a slippery nipple. I've heard it called a buttery nipple, but I've never heard the slippery nipple. Coach, we've all been to the bar scene. The drink's got a million different names. I know. I'm just saying I learned something new every day from your introduction. <laughs> and uh, our boy Eddie, he had to bail out because he was uh, not feeling well and he had romance plans. I guess Valentine's Day. He does it uh, in the morning. So we got our man, the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs lover from Kansas City Radio. Welcome, Pitts. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You got an introduction for yourself? Uh, not near as fancy it's as you guys. It's just something a little but, bit creative uh, that introduces yourself. I'm from yourself. the Midwest. Do not have an entourage. That's awesome, by the way. Uh, Jayhawks, Chiefs, Royals, diehard fan. I will take heat for that. Always when I'm on the show, and I love that, and I'm glad to be here. And Eddie, stay sick, brother. I'm there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's time to play the game that's sweeping the nation. It's called Would You Rather. Would you rather eat through your butt or poop out your mouth? Where do you get this? Is that to me? It's to all of us. Ah, man. I'm gonna have to say poop out of the mouth. Want to answer it? I'm doing that one because the eating in the butt, honestly, it, that's a sensitive area, boys. We've all been on the throne before, and and sometimes you got a friend who'll play a trick on you in college. Guys would dump water on you. It's just such a sensitive thing when it you go down to your butt region. That no way I'm eating and putting food in my butt. That your butt was designed to take it away <laughs> not do the other thing i i've got to go with poop out of the mouth that was so gross so gross oh man so pooping out of the mouth or what was the other one 
eat through your eat. butt. Ooh. Uh, just to be different, I'll eat out of my butt and just hope my butt doesn't have any taste buds, I guess. I don't want to taste it. Gross, brother. Guys, I am eating through my butt. Yeah, I man. do not want poop coming out of my mouth. That is so disgusting because then you see the like the poop coming out of your mouth and you got to taste the poop coming out of your mouth. At least if you're eating through your butt, you don't have the taste of poop in your mouth. That's the only thing that I'm worried about. You'd have to get special oh. jeans. That, I mean, they'd have to redesign <laughs> jeans where you get a little zipper to open it so you could open your jeans and you could just sit down on your food and chomp it up. He's performing, <laughs> dude. He's performing. He is on the throne. That's oh, noises he was making. Gross. And that is how we play Would You Rather? Game on! Usually you learn something from Would You Rather. That one. Just, uh, you took me by surprise. Man. If you're a school kid, you'd learn nothing from that. That was just gross. And kids had to listen to that with their parents. Hopefully it was a guy no. on the subway train by himself listening to that real quick, getting a, maybe a somewhat of a chuckle. But if you were at a family event or someone else was in the car with you, sorry. Or what that, if you were talking up the podcast? Like, you know, hey, guys, I want oh. you to hear this podcast. These, these three guys have been listening to, Eddie and Box, and it's great, and Ray, and then they tune in and they got me and pooping in your mouth. <laughs> Here's the thing. That gets the conversation started that you can ask your kids. It's a fun conversation to have with your kids. It's a funny conversation. It's a good hypothetical. At my family Thanksgivings, we talk about things like that all the time. We talk about, would you make out with your mom for a million dollars? You do? Really? Absolutely. You don't talk about the poop question at Thanksgiving, though, do you? Yeah. Listen, one Thanksgiving, I asked my cousin Andrew, I said, hey, would you make out with your mom for a million dollars. Like, we're talking kiss, you know, tongue, get it all up in this there. It's his mom around. Yeah, his mom's right there at the table. <laughs> and he said, absolutely not. So the next question was, Andrew, would you lick your dog's butt for a million dollars? Absolutely, he said. I got two million dollars in my pocket so far if <laughs> I was I, at the table. But I'm just saying, he said no to his mom, nope. but said yes to licking his dog's butt. <laughs> How? I mean, his mom was like, what do you mean? You wouldn't kiss me, but you'd lick the dog's butt? You have some eventful holidays, my man. <laughs> yeah, you know, most people are like, how was work? Guy? Oh, it's great. I'm building my way up the career ladder. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful life. I got my 401k. And your family's like... Would you ever poop out your butt or eat out of your mouth? I mean, Andrew, kiss your mom. <laughs> Use that, the tongue. And that's it. And Andrew's going to hear this. And he's going to be really embarrassed that I'm telling everybody. But that's okay. That is what we do at our Thanksgiving. So that that question just, I thought that was a funny one. Dude, you're like the Griswolds. Your family reminds me of that. I mean, you, you are the all-American family. A little bit grosser, but you are what America is. Like, you play sports, joke around with each other, great family, yes. talking about kissing the mom and million dollars and dog-licking butts. What's crazy is my, my family could not be more opposite from my wife's family because I go to Thanksgiving at her house, and it's everybody's nice to each other and, like, Oh, it's so good to see you. How that's kids. what I'm saying. And good to see you. Things like that. Yeah. My family is just r- making fun of each other. We are talking about the most inappropriate things you can think of <laughs> at the table. Put and down just- the cranberry sauce and kiss a relative. Go! Yes, that's what. It, that's basically what Come it is on. at our Thanksgiving and our holidays. I, I, It's just so fun. And so when I'm with my in-laws... I'm just like, this is so awkward. Everybody's so nice That's to each other. That's what I was going like, to ask. Do you try to do that when you're with your in-laws? No, 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 no. Like, I think my my brother-in-law would talk about that kind of stuff. My father-in-law, maybe. My mother-in-law, I don't think she'd want to have that at her, her Thanksgiving table. Well, and that is awesome, though. You get to experience two polar opposites. Your family, uh, joking around, butt-eating, and then the other family, 
lawyers, doctors talk. That's it. Because th- there are two lawyers at the table, and it's like, all right, this is very serious. Let's button it up. And- See, and my girl's family and my family are completely different. My family doesn't drink, so there's no alcohol at all. Okay. Everybody's totally sober. Then we go to her family. The second I'm in the door, hey, you need a beer? Hey, where's your beer at, man, you <laughs> pussy? <laughs> <laughs> you really like, just threw that B word out there on his podcast. No, but, but he started by saying he's a, he's at the bar shotgunning beers, but his family doesn't drink beer, but he's got a key in his beer can. Absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That he here. can do that. Yeah. He can do that. Yeah. So, guys, we are basically at the all-star break for the NBA. And I'm going to tell you that LeBron James is looking in the mirror right now going, why in the world <laughs> did I leave the Eastern Conference? What was I thinking coming out to the West where it is absolutely stacked and, oh my goodness, it is a lot harder to play basketball in the West when you're in the NBA than I realized. I had it so easy out there in the East. There was one, two teams maybe that can compete with me. Here in the West, every team is so good and I was going to the finals every single year, and we're at the All-Star break, and my team is sitting at 28 and 29. Under 500. Under 500 for the LeBron James-led Lakers. It's no more fairy tales like we thought it was going to be, like he thought it was going to be. He was going to roll into town, and everything was going to be just smooth as Tennessee whiskey. And guess what? It's a little bit bumpy. A lot of speed bumps on the way for him and the Lakers. And I mean, it is... I, I, I bet he is kicking himself right now just going, what did I do? And I saw the dumbest headline on ESPN Sports Center. all of them. Should the Lakers tank? What? No. That's maybe the dumbest thing. I They just maybe topic anything. Uh, put on if the Lakers should take. Why would they tank? They're going to make the playoffs. If they do, they'll squeeze in, right? Right. They'll sque- they can <laughs> squeeze in maybe. They're four games behind the Clippers for the eighth spot, five games behind the Spurs. So, they're, I mean, they can make that up. But it's going to be hard. It's going. They have a tough road to go. Like they are twenty eight and twenty nine. It is going to be so hard for them to make the playoffs. I love the Lakers. I love that LeBron moved over there because I like change and different. And I said this year was going to be tough. I called that. I knew this was going to happen. I did think they were going to make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, I mean, I don't know the stats, but LeBron always makes the playoffs. Well, doesn't LeBron pretty much? I mean, not always, but a player of that caliber can make any team a possible playoff team with just their presence, right? Yes, I mean, he to me, he is the NBA's most valuable player. He's still having single, an amazing year. Yes, he is the MVP of the league, no matter what. Even if they don't make the playoffs, because if you look at the Cavaliers, where were the Cavaliers last year? Uh, I'm not a big NBA guy. They, not, they made it to the NBA Finals, okay? Okay. okay. This year, LeBron leaves. Can, tell me how many games they've won. 12. 12 games. I was games. about to say under 10. So they're what? So everybody's what? What do you say? 20. So we're about 60. 50, 57, 60 games in for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. Because we're doing they, the All Star break. They're right. halfway through. So 72 12. and 10 bowls were 82. So 40 games. Why is the All Star break? So the Lakers are 57 games. It's not halfway. Well, no, no, no. It's a little bit more than halfway. (laughs) I think you have like 34 games or something. Wait a second. I just did the math. Why is the All-Star game not halfway through the season? Total. They're 57 in. You said 28 and 29? Yeah. Yeah. So like the Cleveland Cavaliers are 12 and 46. Holy cow. I mean, how bad is that? Hey, I mean, I'll, I get it. They're professional basketball players, so not not throwing dirt on any of their talents to get to that level. You have to be good. But how do you twelve games? What's going wrong? Well, there? two mean, years ago they lost Kyrie, then they lost LeBron, then they lost Caleb. Caleb's not playing. He's back. He's back. When you yeah, lose he's back. people, do you have any kind of a plan? Like, I mean, you can you can be hurt, but I would think you'd have a plan to maybe. 
I, it, it just shows you how valuable LeBron James is to no me. Doubt. No I doubt. mean, well, here's what the Knicks only have 10 wins. I mean, that how miserable, and the Suns only have 11. How miserable must it be to play on a team where you come in night in and night out and you know, man, we're just not going to win? Hey, well, Knicks are going to have Zion, that's for sure. I mean, I think when you, I don't even think it's on the players at that point, is it? Yes, it's on really? the play. I hey, mean, they a did little a, bit. They did a picture well, I mean, and they I, said, imagine this team, Zion Williamson, if the Knicks came. KD and, and Kyrie. KD and Kyrie. Oh, oh it's I back in Zion. New York, dude. I follow Duke, but I mean, I follow college basketball. I'm just not, I don't know as much about the NBA. And it's not a shoe-in that Zion goes to the Knicks because of the ball roll, right? Yeah, it's the ball, the, the, the ping pong balls. It all comes down to the ping pong Who's balls. Who's the luckiest? Yes, and but here's the thing. They want, they're going to want Zion in a big market. Of course they want Zion in New York. They want him in New York. Because the like, Knicks haven't been relevant in I'm years. I'm sure Saban probably wants him. What? <laughs> I'd be trying to get him on a football field, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, no, he's an athlete. Brother, no, I mean, he's You a, just got the hot take of the day. I'm just saying, I mean, he is fun to watch, he, man. I listen, mean, that guy is blessed. Yes, I, listen, Zion Williamson, most of these one-and-dones when they go to college, they're not as emotional, emotionally invested in diving on the floor and I watched Duke the other night when they had that big comeback Louisville. against Louisville. And on the road. Z- Zion Williamson plays with so much passion. Like he's screaming and yelling and diving on the floor. I really do like how investi- invested he is, even if it's just for one year. Because sometimes you watch college basketball. I watch a lot of it. And you have the one and dones that just go through the motions that are there. And you don't see the passion. You don't see them really caring as much as what I feel like Zion Williamson does. And maybe they do on the inside. They just yeah. don't show it. Zion and shows it. He shows it. He fist bumps. He flexes. He high fives his teammates. He can. You can tell he's engaged and loves his teammates. And they are really into being there at Duke. Well, you said it. I think players like that that we talk about and, and, and bring to that level are not in it for themselves. They're in it for their teammates. And they're in it for the game. They love the game and they love the teammates more than they love themselves, and I think that shows. And I think it allows them to grow, and that's how they do turn into NBA. You know, not just, not a bust, but you, you see that you see you see that growth, man. But I I like the guys who aren't the me me me's. You know what I mean? They have that ability. Like LeBron James doesn't come across to me on the court as any kind of cocky. I see that fuel. I see that fire. I don't play the NBA, but he doesn't he doesn't come across as LeBron James as he could. Does that make sense? Like there's a little bit of humility. Yes. Or, like James Harden comes across as James Harden. Absolutely. Sure. He comes across as hey, look at. Me. Me. Look at me. I and scored. for God's sake, he got another 30-point game. Can the record yeah. just stop? Yes, and, and and everybody's asking, oh, what's more impressive? Who cares? I got me? MJ. You guys played that clip, right? MJ's yeah, like, MJ's. What's more impressive? Uh, I don't know, six championships? Thank like, you. who gives a crap about 30, 30-point 30 games? Like, he right. means he's a ball hog. He's probably not a team player. That's what I see is I see a ball hog every single – I mean, let's just go the last couple games, the shots. Uh, Wednesday, he had 34 shots to get his 30 points. Monday, Was that last night? No, uh, the night before. Oh, well, last night was Wednesday. Oh, I guess it was. So last, last night, night he got like in the forties. Yeah, so he had thirty-four shots to get to his uh, points. The night uh, Monday night, twenty-three shots. Then twenty-eight, twenty-six, twenty-six, twenty-two, twenty-one, thirty-two shots, twenty-seven, twenty-five, thirty-eight shots, thirty, thirty-four, thirty-three. I mean, so when you're shooting the that's ball, a, that's a ton of shots. Yeah, like I mean, if you put two on each one of those shots, then he should have had. Well, I mean, that's making one hundred percent seventy points. Yes, but he's shooting twelve, or eleven of thirty-two, sixteen of thirty-four, fourteen of thirty. I mean, twelve of twenty-six, seventeen for thirty-eight from the field. That is not very good. I mean, you, 
if you an NBA player shoots 38 times, I would hope they get 30 points. Oh, yeah. If you watch a Houston Rockets game, he's the only he, one that shoots the ball. He misses a lot of shots. Well, just like you said, you can spin a headline a million different ways. You can talk about, okay, James Harden had 40 points. Well, that sounds incredible. But then, like Ray brings up, James Harden shot the ball 64 times. Well, he could have had 128 points. So the 40 doesn't seem as impressive. You know what I'm saying? If you're the only guy shooting, you know, and, and what I'm not a three-point shooter, but I bet you if I shoot for four straight quarters, I'm probably going to hit a couple hey, of them threes. The Rockets, uh, his record continues 31 straight 30-point games. And the guess Rockets what? lose. They lost. <laughs> I mean, there's your headline. The Rockets don't win. They so how long can... before Harden goes out west to the Lakers? No, he's not oh, going no, anywhere. He's he, he, he wants to be know. the man. He wants to be the man of his own team. Even if they're not going to win a title, he wants to be the man and look cool doing it. He doesn't want to have to share the spotlight with LeBron or anybody like that. He needs that. to share a spotlight with the people who get him the ball to shoot. No, no, him. His teammates. Him. No, he he takes the ball down oh, the court. They don't do assists in Houston? No. He no. doesn't. He he passes the ball. He'll decide. If it's going to be frustrating as a teammate. I mean, so most of it, almost 100% of his shots are not assisted. Correct. Which means he's such a ball hog for so that long. Nobody three that he always does. Well, it's even really if somebody travel, passes him yes. the ball, even if somebody passes you the ball, you got to shoot within like a couple seconds for it to be an assist. That means he ball hogs the ball so much, nobody ever gets assists with him. Would you want him on your team? No. I ask, uh, serious question. You no, wouldn't. seriously. Okay. As, as a Spurs fan, mm-hmm. I would not want him on the San Antonio Because Spurs. of what we're talking about? Because, because of what of the... he, he's a me guy. He was. He doesn't pass. He doesn't play good team basketball, in my opinion, and it's hard to watch. What was he, the last me guy to win a national championship? All right, not national. I guess it'd be the NBA championship. In the uh, when you say me guys, I was like, my point was, has that do me guys usually win? And the answer is probably no. No, I would say no, because you had like Carmelo, but he he won he won an NCAA title right. as a freshman. He beat Kansas, but I don't. In college, it's a little bit different. I don't think he beat Kansas. Kim, I think the free throw line for the Jayhawks. Because Kimba Walker took he was a he was a star on Connecticut and he for sure. carried them all the way to a national right. title. In college, you can have one superstar that dominates the college basketball landscape for six games, and that's okay. But once you get to the NBA, it's really hard to win with a me guy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I find Rocket basketball hard to watch because if you watch it, it really is. James Harden brings the ball down the court. James Harden dribbles the ball at the top of the key until about four seconds left on the shot clock. Then he decides if he's going to pass it to someone or if he's going to shoot it himself. It is the most original uh, basketball mo- motions and like plays you'll see without even the jerseys, if, even if you didn't know who people were. Just the way they move, you can tell it's surrounded around one guy. You know it's Rockets basketball. Harden, top of the key. Is he going to shoot the three? Or Hop is he going to go pick and roll with Capella and throw him a little lob at the rim? And it I was think so it'd be awesome. neat to see how many games, based on what you were talking about, all his performances, the games he loses and the games they, the Rockets win and the games they lose and what his stats are. And they do win quite a few games because they're, they, they're better than most. Because when you have – James Harden is a superstar. No, he no. is really good. So they're pretty they, – they, they win a lot of games, but I just don't think they're championship level. So you can score 30 points in as many games as you want. But until you get to an NBA Finals or win a championship, it really, it's just, ah. And again, if you're the guy bringing up the floor, I'm not a basketball you know, stud by any means. I don't know 100% what I'm talking about all the time. But I mean, your points are one thing, but isn't the leader to assist like, and to make your other guys better? Well, he's like, supposed I mean, to be the guy that's given assists, circulating the ball. I mean, that he adds start- to your stats is my point. Like, are you, like, be happy with your stats. Go get assist stats. Go get rebound stats. Go get some other stuff that'll help you hold the trophy at the end of the year because unless you score 100 by yourself every game, 
I mean, without teammates, buddy, I mean, you're going to watch the postseason from the couch. They they play <laughs> a weird brand of basketball. Mm-hmm. If you watch it, it's really, really unusual. And what I kind of love is fans now are just starting to boo James Harden. They're like, we're just tired of this dude doing his hot back threes and the beard and the cockiness, and he gets fouled all the time on threes. It was pretty awesome last night to see him swatted, though. Some dude yeah, for, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely oh, his... swatted the crap out of James Harden, and Harden ended up like on the floor. It wasn't a foul. It was a beautiful block. It's like, there you go. There's your hot back three. Yes, but... What I the whole point of this NBA talk was just to say LeBron James is hating life right now, thinking, "Man, I made a big mistake coming to the West, and it may eventually work out." Where, where some gets, guys join him, yes, where he gets Anthony Davis or Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving or whoever. How many years are left? What's uh, he? He's got, he's got to be what over fifteen years in, sixteen, eighteen. He's fourteen or fifteen years in, but well, yeah, he's trying to get some more rings. What's the lifespan? He's, he's I'm guessing the, I'm saying about well, the lifespan is it, it changes now because. Of, but mostly it's 37. I, w- I would say you start going down about 30. So he's still got a few years to build. Then. He's still got a few years to play. And he yes. can fall off. I mean, at his level, he could fall off and still be at a dynamic level. Yes, I mean. and he's a superior athlete, and he takes great care of his body. But you have to think, he's had a lot of miles on that body going to the finals every single year when he's in the Eastern Conference. Every year he went to the finals back to back to back to back to back to back. And so, and he's a massive dunker. That's not easy on your knees. All that, all those miles, uh, extra games, extra minutes, and pl- being the star, the one that carries the team. That it takes a, a toll load, eventually. Man. A lot of it, stuff it you don't see. On, a lot of stuff you don't see on TV. Right? Yeah, you, you see LeBron do a three sixty dunk recently. Not me. And I think you have, have to go back some years. Well, he's going to have to reinvent his game. He's going to have to learn to shoot the ball better, sort of like Jordan did. Jordan used to be a dunker towards the end of his career. He became a post up and who let me shoot over you. I don't Le- think LeBron can, has worked on his shooting. There, yes. there was a time where his threes he were couldn't bricks, shoot. I don't think you can create bricks. chemistry though, like what you had in clear. Like stuff has to build. Like the the one and done stuff. I don't think you can do that at a professional level like they try to do. Like. I don't even remember. Did, the Heat got one, didn't they? Back when they did the yeah, whole, they, well, they, they yeah, they were together one. for a couple of years, yeah. but they didn't win their first year. But you, it's very hard to create a chemistry. I feel like you can tell when you're watching a specific group of athletes, regardless of what sport it is, when there's a brotherhood, where there's a where where individually those guys have maybe practiced together when they weren't didn't have to, or maybe they studied stuff when they didn't have to, because there's a genuine want to win. Maybe there's a lack of me, me, me players, and I feel like you want a lack of me, me, me players. We agree on that because I don't think you can create a team environment. You're not going to hoist a trophy with a me 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 player well yes and i think it's hard anyway you say you can't build the winning helps when you're winning you're right the cohesion really it helps form a team it helps them bond and come together because you're winning if you're not winning it becomes a man why yeah, but it can also kind of be a hollow bond you know what i'm saying yes like you know and well, not everyone, winning is a crazy draw you'll see it with the teams that have won that'll win like you know, i mean i remember like the oakland a's in baseball oh. went on like a 16 game winning streak something crazy like sure. that it might have touched the 20s they're the crazy energy they have is only built from winning mm-hmm. and you just start winning and the team all of a sudden has a good good chemistry mm-hmm. yeah because if you look at a team winning or you look at the knicks who have 10 wins well, who's going to have more energy and whose body language is going to be a lot better and high-fiving the Knicks are probably not high-fiving each other. They're winning 10 games. I mean, they're just like, okay, man, let's just get this season over with. Let's go on vacation. Let's get Zion. Yeah, let's get Zion. He'll be fun here. And let's do that. I mean, and that's got to be frustrating, man. You know, because it's, it's a sport to us, but it's a job to them. You know, like, think think about yourself going in every day being deflated. You know, I would I would just hate that. Like, even, even as I would be the guy on the team that even at 10 wins, like, I would just ask the team to come in an hour early, you know, before we came in there. And just talk about, man, we really don't have anything to play for. You know, but let's find it within ourselves. If we're going to build something, if you're going to be here next year, then right now matters. I think guys in the NBA go into the games excited because 
I, I think in football, if you're the inferior team, you're most like never going to win. Right. In the NBA, if you're hot, mm-hmm. you can, like last night, Golden State Warriors lost by 30. Yeah. <laughs> that only happens in the NBA. If a team's shooting hot, they're hot. That's the thing also in college basketball. Just like that Duke Louisville and, and, I turned on the other night was blown away by what I saw. In the NCAA tournament, a lot of people are like, oh, Duke chokes, Kansas chokes, Kentucky chokes. Listen. When you're playing a one-and-done in basketball, it's a one-and-done tournament. There are so many upsets because one team just gets hot one night. Yes. It happens so much in basketball. You have, it happens all the time. I love it. I'm excited about March Madness. You got right, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not so, March. Calm down. So, yes, okay, you can consider it a choke sometimes. But like Louisville, they choked. That was a choke. That's when you're up by 23, you choked. But when, when Under another 10 team, minutes to go. When another team just starts draining threes <laughs> and they beat you, that's not necessarily a choke. It's just they were on fire. They couldn't miss, and that and it happens in basketball. And when you see the NCAA tournament, it's going to happen a lot. Yes, Duke should not lose to Lehigh. Kansas should not lose to Northern Iowa. You know, things like that. But it does happen. Like it happens because that, and it's exciting. And it, sometimes it yes. happens. For, sometimes your team is the one who isn't supposed to win. That's what makes sports fun. It, it, yes. It's exciting, man. We I've never even we I mean some of these schools we I mean we all were sports guys so we have but I mean you know some people don't follow it maybe as much as we do oh, they might not even know half those teams in that bracket but I promise you you're watching it you're excited about it yes. man it's fun and if anybody makes the elite eight once they make it to the elite eight there is no there is no upsets there are okay I agree I, I get people saying oh they lose they, they they got upset what a choke job no 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 if you're in the elite eight you are one of the eight teams left in the country right. <laughs> one of the best eight teams so any team can win like it doesn't because most of those teams in the elite eight have 30 wins each on the season so don't tell me it's a choke job and you're not good oh you lost so and so in the elite eight they made it to the lead eight. That's so impressive and so hard to do but we're moving on from basketball because I want to talk about old cheap cheap butt. Matt Kuchar. Back to the butts. What in the world? <laughs> well, I was going to call him a cheap ass, but... What did he do? I read where he was a turd. Go ahead, though, okay. but I read this story. So, I thought I heard he was a nice guy. No, yeah, well... No, I don't know. I heard a bad story. He won the... Caddy or something. Not recently. My, Mayacoba yeah. Classic last fall. Okay, exactly. So okay. I've been watching golf. Down in Mexico. He didn't have his normal caddy for the week, so he just hired a local guy. Really? Yes. That's Nice. Nice. And he agreed to pay him $5,000 for the tournament. That's awesome. Okay. We need a caddy. Matt Kuchar ends up winning the tournament Mm -hmm. and wins $1.3 million. Because of that caddy. And so usually a caddy, when you win, you give them 10% of your winnings. Oh, okay. Kuchar still only gave him the (laughs) $5,000. Dude. Now you know before he asks what our opinion is. Maybe the checks that, he, that you I lost already in the know mail. where he's going, right? No matter what you say, he's gonna. You know where he's lined. What? Up. He's with Cooch. I won't even make eye contact with him. I guarantee you, he's with Cooch. Cooch did the right thing. Hundred percent. That's box. Hundred percent. I'm not even gonna look at him. I'm gonna wait for him to talk. I think it's when you're at a casino, when you're on the golf course, and you get surprisingly lucky. Something goes your way. I always tip the dealer. I don't care if it's a dollar. This I'm always throwing something. Good man. Cooch didn't throw him a bone. Right, so there was a lot of controversy, and then he reached out and tried to offer him 15000 extra. Oh, I didn't hear about that. How, how long ago was that? And the caddy said, no thanks. Oh, really? He did offer him extra. I didn't hear well, that part of this. Well, he, he offered him 15000 extra, but okay. the 10% would have been $130,000. And he tried to sweeten the deal by giving an extra fifteen. 
listen, Matt Kuchar, you make millions. You made $1.3 million on this one win. You need to be a man and pay this caddy his 10%. If most caddies get 10% when you get a win, then be respectful and do it for this caddy. I don't care that you agreed to 5000 before the tournament. Yeah, 5000 is fine until you win the tournament. Once you win the tournament, that is when you need to say, you know what? You helped me. Without you, I wouldn't have won this tournament. You know this course inside and out, and you gave me some great tips on how to work this course. And so here's $130,000. That $130,000 is going to do nothing Nothing. Kucher is not going to miss that $130,000. He makes millions of dollars every year. It would make him smile for a weekend or a month. It will change that other person. And I don't know that guy's situation financially, but that's going to change somebody's life. $130,000. Yes. And uh, I apologize because I completely thought you and I were going to mix. I, I, you and I, I agree with you. Couldn't agree with you more. I, my, my faith is restored. I thought you were going to say a deal's a deal, just knowing box. I thought he was going to say a deal's a deal, 5000 bucks. see you later. And, I, and the contractual side of me agrees with that. I mean, I guess if I want to, I guess my beef with, with Kucher wouldn't be anything more than my opinion of him as a man and what, you, what I think you should do because contractually he did the right thing. He did what he was supposed to do. But I read stories where they said it wasn't his real caddy. They didn't, it, you know, the caddy didn't help him like a normal kapooey. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't care if it Whoa, meant he carried your. Watch your mouth. You said the P. I can say Kapui, can't Yeah, Kapui's uh, good. Uh, but, I mean, regardless if he's picking your club, if he gives you the wrong wind, if he's can't, that man did exactly what he told you, what you asked him to do for that few days. You won. He like, helped why you won $1.3 million. Even if it wasn't money that you were offering, why wouldn't you extend some kind of grace? Like, you you and your partner, per se, just won the tournament. Rather, if that was your, like, be excited. Don't you want to? Because to me, I would feel completely deflated as that caddy, man. I mean, that's just, it's not even about the money. It's the principle. It would be it would be like hungry and watching somebody eat a cheeseburger after they said, man, I'm stuffed. And then you can't eat anything. Like, I might give you a what, – what is the point, Matt Kuchar? I'm asking you when you wake up this morning, what is the point? So you can have $130,000 in the bank? What is the point? Don't give it to him. Just don't live your life that way. Is my is, is my opinion to him. It doesn't matter if it's money or if it's whatever. Just don't live your life that way. It, it's all it's relative to the life. amount of money. So I mean, he Kutcher's the same guy that's just greedy that probably doesn't tip well at restaurants. Probably. I, I mean, we're not. Yeah, one hundred thirty thousand dollars, crazy money. Uh, they're dealing with figures we don't even deal with. But it, there's greedy people. There's people that are generous with their money. There's frugal people that are still very nice with their money. Kutcher is a greedy man. Doesn't it just show your character, though? Like I said, it doesn't even come down to the money. It's just the character of somebody. And you only that, that character is only revealed through their actions. Well, and it got revealed. And then he That's tried I mean. to give him some money. And yeah, the guy he turned it down. He tried to give him just a little $15,000. So it would have been 1.5% of his earnings instead of the 10%. Would you have taken the 15? No. Okay. Well, now, was mean, it 15 extra or was it 10 extra? 15 extra. So he would have made 20 total. So you're right. So I guess I would have taken it, but it still looks bad on Kutcher because he's saying... Okay, maybe I messed up. I'll, I'll try to give him a little fifteen thousand dollars bonus. I hope the announcers now in tournaments bring that. Oh, up. I hope they the, bring it up every single time. Always, every press conference. Golf they announcers ask him. are so politically correct; they don't talk about crazy stuff. They're but I would good. love Jim Nance or somebody to be like, "There is that story out there." Well, Cooch is on the tee box here at three. Didn't want to bring the story up, Jim, but we've seen that uh, early. You know, the tournament last last year when he had a caddy and five thousand dollars. You know. If I lose, if, if I lose my job here, I hope Cooch shanks this one. I really do. You know, I, hope, I, hope, I hope he puts this one in the water. If not for hey, that caddy, or, or he goes to hit a shot, 
he got a little greedy on that shot. <laughs> oh, just like he did down there in Mexico, Jim. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He tried to go for the shot in one. I would say that was a little greedy, Matt Kutcher. And golf is <laughs> such a gentleman's sport. It has, is. Has that's any other right. golfers reached out and said that they thought he was wrong or like tweeted, hey, Cooch, do the right thing? Bro. No, you know, like, I haven't he, seen anything about that, but Cooch made a statement. Oh, uh, here we go. Please read it. On Twitter, he uh, tweeted one night at 2 a.m. Here's what he said. He said, it's done. Listen, I feel like I was fair and good. You can't make everybody happy. You're going to go buy people's ability to be okay with you, and this seems to be a social media issue more than anything. So I certainly don't lose any sleep over this. He never thought it was going to get out, and then it did Never get out. did. Do you know that – I don't know that I've ever met any professional golfers, but, man, that guy's image is golden. On When you're watching on TV, yes, if, you, yes. if you didn't know anything yeah, I, about golf, you, I he cheer, not, I cheer for Matt Kuchar. Yeah, how do you know? And now I look at him, and I'm like, I hope Matt Kuchar never wins another tournament. And I because mean, of his G- name, that people always say, Hey, those Kuchars you hear now are actual boos. That's that's sad for him, man. Because I I want to think that that's not the real kind of person he is, man. I don't. Know. Maybe it is. That's that's crap. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Man, all these Hope golfers. that catio. Hey, we're finding out about these golfers. A lot of them are good, but whoo, some, of them are some, some of them are some wolf and sheep's clothing. What's the, what's the caddy do? Is he a caddy? I mean, what's no, his he's just a local caddy, like at that. that no, that, brother, he was a construction worker. Well, I didn't know, so he is a legitimate caddy. Well, then, at, yes, at he country helped club. him. Well, he's a, my point is, he wasn't just somebody to carry his clubs. Like, there's more to there's more yes. being a caddy than just being a. a I'm a guessing club at carrier. that club or something, he was a pro. Maybe he. Yeah, knew. that's. A, I mean, basically, he. Whenever you go to that golf club, they probably have caddies. Whenever you book around, and he's one of the caddies that goes and. And let's not laugh at the caddies because there's probably I'm not going to equate them to golfers, but there's quite a bit of talent. You don't just be a caddy. I mean, oh there, no, no, there, you've got to be. A good golfer yeah, to be a I mean, caddy. You're I think. assisting you, those guys. You're not just carrying them clubs. If, if people aren't golfers that are listening to us, yes, like they deserve true. their, you know, regardless if they're full time for a golfer or not. Those and, people are a big, big playmaker. And what the caddies do is they go out and they measure things and they know the angle and the wind and the pin placement and how the greens roll. They know everything about the course so they can relay that information to the golfer to help them make a better decision on what shot to hit, where to aim, things like that. So this guy was instrumental in Matt Kuchar winning. He may not have been the 
you know, MVP, but he helped him win a tournament. He helped him win $1.3 million. And Matt Kuchar, you look like a bum. You look like an absolute bum, dude. I, I hope you can wake up in the morning and feel good about yourself because you are a bum. And now a lot of people are going to be cheering against you because you wouldn't just man up and pay him the 10% that most caddies get when you get a win. I understand it's not your normal caddy, so you don't care because you're never going to see this guy again in your life. But... I hope you have a terrible season, and I wanted you to win a major. I cheer for you in tournaments, and now I don't because you're a bum. You're a cheap bum, and I hope we can get waitresses on the phone. I hope they'll come out and be like, yeah, I had Matt Coochie in last night. He tipped me $2 on a $200 bill. I hope more stories come out so it makes you look even worse. And then I hope Bridgestone drops you. I, I was, was going to ask about the sponsorships. Oh. That, well, I mean, hey, dude, you're not going to wrap your you're not going to wrap your brand around somebody who's not who's not you know seen as a good person. They're just not. I mean, I was going to ask you about sponsorships. They're not going to they're not going to drop them. But maybe the sponsor reaches out and be like, you know what, we want to make this right. We'll pay the hundred and thirty thousand dollars so our client doesn't look like an idiot. You know what sucks for Matt Kuchar here is, and there is no way to make something like this right. You, you can do wrong things in life and make it right. You've already revealed the kind of person you are, and he's already backed it up with that crappy tweet that you just read, which was horribly. No, arrogant, I don't think it was a tweet or it whatever was his a, remark a year was, after which the was, fact? was disgusting that he even said that. I don't lose sleep over Sh- it. Yeah, shame on you, but. Um, I don't think you can make it right. I really don't. Do you? Is there any kind of gesture? Is there any kind of money? Yeah, give because them one hundred thirty thousand. But it's not going. My, my point in making it right is it's not going to make you look like anything other than a dirtbag or a bum. I agree with you. Yeah, you're dirt. And now, Pitch. big trade in the NFL. Joe Flacco going go, to Broncos. Broncos. Not going, until March, though. Going from the uh, Ravens to the Broncos, and you want to know how big of an upgrade it is from Case Keenum in Vegas. They were, the Broncos were thirty to one odds to win the Super Bowl with Case Keenum at quarterback. Dang it! Should have bet it then. The now trade sixty. The trade happens, and they are thirty to one to win the Super the Bowl. Exact same. Exact same. <laughs> uh, it's just what John Elway wants. He just wants a big, tall, brute pocket passer. I mean, it just. They should they should have not went for Case Keenum and rebuilt that program when they had a chance. So they're pretty much pissing away this year. Did they do uh, Pax and Lynch too? So they've done some bad stuff in the draft. Oh, Pax right? and Lynch, yes, bad. Yeah, bad, so bad. The Broncos haven't been that smart. Yeah, they won one with Peyton. Good job, Elway, on that. Peyton was already an amazing player, but I don't know Broncos. Yeah, John Elway uh, seems to have a lot of swings and misses right now. He, the running back's good. I like Philip Lindsay. Maybe he's he was on undrafted. Oh. <laughs> He's I'm a stud, drafted. too. That Lindsay is a stud. He's really good. I take that back. I no, well, they, they still you. got him to sign, but I, what I'm saying is John Elway seems to have a lot of swings and misses. He, okay, we're going to go for Pac- – we're going to trade up into the first round to get They Pac- did trade up for him. N- nothing. Are and you going to convince your locker room that you're a legitimate Super Bowl team with Joe Flacco in the last few years of his career? Super Bowl MVP. The whole team won the Super I mean, I'm not taking anything away from – but I'm saying you, you're not going to get me to believe that you're trying to rebuild my program bringing a has-been quarterback. They couldn't no. even take a starting role from a backup. <laughs> well, that's the thing is they are saying they're, they're going to win now. They think they're good enough to win now. And what do you do? You build a rushing attack like they had in Baltimore – and not put it all on Joe Flacco's shoulders because that's how they rent one. They played with defense, run the ball. Joe Flacco makes some throws every once in a while instead of you know out there airing it out like the NFL is nowadays during the regular season. Postseason, got to have a defense, got to be able to run that ball. But hey, now what that means for Baltimore on the flip side, Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's your boy. Hey. I don't you, see. I just you don't are see the him. quarterback there now. Yeah, they better protect he is the him, man. quarterback. They don't have it. He don't, he's not gonna have a shelf life, man. The way he plays football. Now I feel bad for Case Keenum. Poor guy can't catch a break. He's, he's out now. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. He leads the Vikings to the NFC Championship game, and then he gets, signs a big deal out in Denver. They're terrible, 
and now he's gone again. So where is he going to go? But where? he's still on the Broncos, right? Oh, they're going to they'll get rid of. But him. do him and Flacco? Do they have like a little shootout and see who's no. a better arm? No, there Fla- you go. Flacco is the starting Flacco. quarterback. You're All not- right, guys, whoever can throw the football farther, starting job's yours. Go. You're not going to trade for Flacco if you're not going to start him. Okay, but I mean, is. Who's quarterbacks in the draft next year? Because I don't. You're not going to get me to believe Haskins, that, Kyler Murray. That's all. They're, they're they're just waiting for Kyler Murray. I mean, you're not going to. There's no other reason to get him. What the hell you want Joe Flacco for in Denver? To I mean, win, if you were they, looking, they you're not good if you were looking to rebuild, you should you, you should have just not no, got Case what, Keenum. And they're just they're not looking to rebuild. That's what I'm saying. Not this they're year. They're trying to win now. They think they're good enough to win. With and Flacco, they think, Flacco, flame. You think you're going to win the AFC West with the MVP coming? You think, I'm, I'm not. You're not going to be. You're not going to win the AFC West. You're not going to come in front of the Chargers or the Chiefs next year. I mean, open for a wild card. Mahomes breaks his leg. A I mean, wild card. I mean, injuries happen. Things right. happen. You saying you, Mahomes break? Why would you talk like that? <laughs> Nothing going to happen to the guy. I don't wish injury on anybody. I'm just saying. No, I don't, I, I, you're not going to. You're I, not going to make me believe that Denver Broncos feel like they have a legitimate team this year in the AFC West with Joe Flacco. They really do because well, their defense is what is going to carry them. And they hope all the games they were in were always low scoring type games. They need to put their defense on the offensive line. Then Joe Flacco is going to get eaten. <laughs> and just mark my words, man. What is today? February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. I now listen. <laughs> See you in September. I don't think the Broncos are going to be any good. I don't think Joe Flacco is a big upgrade. Well, then you Vegas, agree with me. Vegas thinks it's the exact same team, right? They think it's the exact same team. But I'm saying in, in their heads, yes, they think they're better. They think they are more of a Super Bowl contender now. And you believe that? You don't believe they're just putting that out in the media, like you, like you. No, you, you wouldn't trade for someone if you don't think it's going to improve your if team. You were, if you were trying to blow smoke, you would. You don't. You don't think there's a lot more going on in the NFL? It's a business, bro. You don't think people are blowing smoke? There's millions of dollars being pissed around. You don't think people are going to blow off a year and make you think you're going one way? You've never reached for a piece of. Uh, you never reached for one of the characters on a chessboard to watch the way. Why would you give up? Why would you give up draft picks to get Joe Flacco if you're just blowing smoke? Just sign I don't a crappy know what quarterback. All doing. I just saying it's. I find it hard for you to. I find it hard to believe that that you're that they think they're going to be somebody that they didn't make that move. They may they may sell that out to the sports analysts, but internally that's not what they're thinking. There's no way. I, don't, I mean, Elway, no. Yes, or else they would have just stuck with Case Keenum. I, I, you are you are being irrational right now. Again. I just don't believe that they genuinely feel like they have a chance with Joe Flacco at the helm. Why would the Ravens have uh, have got? I feel like they thought maybe he was he got screwed. I guess because Lamar just played so amazing. Okay, but Flacco was good. He got him a good record. Flacco is good. I'm just thinking. Do you? I don't. I'm not opposed to him being on the team. I just find it hard to believe that they think that just him alone is going to. It's sort of like you're saying. Like Nick Foles, he's going to go somewhere. And do you think uh, the team really believes they're going to win with Nick Foles? Yeah, but Broncos should have got Foles. I think Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. Oh yeah, I thought Flacco was done. Like I'm five not even years hating ago. on Flacco. I just think he's at the. I mean, how many years has Flacco? He's been in. He's been so in the league a long. Flacco time. won his Super Bowl. Then he got a huge contract, and I mean, nobody picks him up in fantasy anymore because he doesn't throw the ball. He's great at handing it off to the running backs, though. Well, that's Broncos football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, I, I I wish him the best, but I mean, the, the AFC West is tough, man. Uh, yeah, they are. You know, I the, the, yes, the AFC West is tough. So I mean, there, but in the NFL, things flip all the time. If you just look, you go from worst to first all the time mm-hmm. in the NFL. And so I'm just interested to see, like, what, what? Okay, what about Antonio Brown? You want Antonio Brown in Kansas City? Nope. I want, I'd rather have the money. 
But he said he requested a trade, right? So he's yes. just waiting right now. But he's now. still a Steeler. I was watching the sports show. They're, they're like, nothing has happened. It was any different than last week. He's still a Steeler. Like, that tweet made him, you know, look like he was gone. What did he tweet, you know, by nine great years in Pittsburgh? He's still a Steeler. Yeah, but he, he's not going to be a Steeler. I don't think you can bring him back. What, what has gone on in that locker room, I just do not think you can bring him back. There's just no way. Where does he go? I mean, where, like, if you were to pick. Because I, I, I don't I said, want him in Kansas City. I said. I'd love him in Dallas. Yesterday, I said that uh, if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I go all in for Antonio Brown. That's a game changer. Uh, because Aaron Rodgers has a couple years left, and if you're trying, you're trying to win now. So you you, you obviously don't mind um, arrogant, rude. Oh, he's perfect. Self self righteous people in your locker room that don't care that aren't good teammates. So you don't care because you have Aaron Rodgers and no one seems to like him. So you bring in Antonio Brown. So you just no one likes him. Okay, but he could help you win football games. You put him opposite of Devontae Adams, and that's a solid, solid one-two punch. Oh yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, give them a chance because in a couple years you're going to have to start over because Aaron Rodgers is going to be done. So you might as well go for it now. So that's but it's going to cost you that go for it now money. Well, that's what I was obviously yes, and that's. Off the top of my head, that was the team I thought that should go for it. Is the like I said, the flipping San, divisions even. Uh, San Francisco 49ers is where he wants to go supposedly, but I, if I'm them, I don't want him. He doesn't I, have enough career left to help that program, does he? Well, they're like I said, the NFL flips all the time. All, yeah. And like, I like, like we learned with Jacksonville, they're amazing one year. Good God, I like what San Francisco's doing. I love their coach. Uh, well, I like I like the quarterback. You like Garoppolo or you like Mullins? Garoppolo. Okay, well, Mullins. Had I don't know great, much about Mullins. But oh, I saw, he played I that, great at the end of the year. Yeah, I saw the, and I so know. that's what I'm saying. They they are building something, and I just don't think you bring a guy that's all about Antonio himself, Antonio Brown. We talked about those me people. I don't think you bring him into that locker room. You can't bring him into that locker I room. I think they're toxic. I think no matter how good you are, I think some of those people can be toxic to a locker room. Exactly, and that's why I don't think you bring him into a young locker room because if you get the old apple that's supposed to be setting the example mm-hmm. and he's like rubbing off on these you know, younger apples, it's easier to influence younger apples because they're not as mature and they don't have their own mind and they don't have their own routines. So they look at the, the old mature apple and they're like, oh, that's that's how you're supposed to act, mm-hmm. and then blah, 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 locker room, bunch of it's bad be, apples. It's going to be infested. I mean, it is. You got to have. You got to have. Uh, how many Super Bowls does Antonio Brown have? One um, or two? I, I think zero. Um, maybe one. You yeah. got to love though with the Steelers. Is he not with Big Ben when they won a Super Bowl? Let me look. Um, Steel Town, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Where's he going? Kaboom! Steelers just got bad all of a sudden. Where's he going? Yeah, you, I mean, how do you? How do you get? I mean, to we're still trying to find out about Le'Veon Bell, That's what right? I'm saying we don't. I mean, we know Kareem Hunt's in Cleveland, so we've got Dude, him. Dude, if gone. you work in Pittsburgh Steelers organization right now, man, you must be so confused and just feel like you're out on an island. You have no idea what people are doing. People are breaking up with you. You I date mean, them for a second, then they, then they hate you. I'm trying to go Roethlisberger Valentine's. Roethlisberger doesn't have a <laughs> NFL Valentine's. Dude, Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't know who his Valentine is. He, uh, they keep breaking up with him. What do you mean? Le'Veon. Well, I mean, Le'Veon oh, yeah. Dunzo, Antonio Brown Dunzo. They okay, where's Juju. Le'Veon Bell? Where is he going to go? He's going to That's like Tennessee. No. <laughs> Two-headed monster. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry and Le'Veon Bell. I would love he that. He makes wherever he goes better. I mean, who's a team that, I mean, a lot better. that's the thing with money. I don't understand right. teams that have tons that, that, of money. That, that's the problem out. is understanding like the, the cap is really hard. I don't know. The cap who has is, the most money space? The worst team? No, not, not necessarily. Not always the case. Not always the case at all. Then Le'Ve- Le'Veon goes to like the Browns. No, they got they, they just, just got, got Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Oops. Yeah, 
That'd be a two. That'd be a hell of a two monster. <laughs> that oh man, oh my gosh. Um, but no, um, the Lions. He's from Michigan. They could go to the Lions. That wouldn't be bad. That'd be interesting. The Lions. Need, hey, dang, I might need to bet that. I need to check the Vegas line. That'd make that great. That, I wonder if there's a line for you that. Yeah, check the line and see if there's a levy. Sometimes on they line. have weird ones like that. That'd make yeah. that Thanksgiving game a little funner to watch. Oh, I, dude, the Lions have been so boring on Thanksgiving for like five years. Makes me want to eat poop Since, out of my Since uh, Megatron. <laughs> Your Thanksgiving question. Guys, you guys are so ridiculous. <laughs> the, what, the, the Megatron screwed the Lions. He just went later. I mean, talk about a me, Talk the, about a me guy. Well, he no, was just what do you mean? Well, in the head, coacher. What do you mean? Talk about a me guy. He was a me guy. He was not a Calvin me Johnson? guy. Johnson? How was he a me guy? I mean, I just guy? saw him on the field. He just seemed like a me guy. I don't know him personally. Oh my gosh! What? Continue your discussion. I got some great lines. But I yeah. want to talk to you. I, give me your uh, opinion on. I don't think he's a me guy. Next. No, not you. You think he's a me guy because he just went out of the NFL? So Barry Sanders was a me guy because just somebody because he retired early. I didn't say he was a me guy because he retired early. So, I just thought his presence inside, like watching the games, he just appeared as a stat-driven wide receiver. He was like a me, me, me kind of a guy, like a guy that gets upset if the ball doesn't go to him. Grow up, dude. There's no, 50, 50 I, I think I, I don't think you're right. Watching the right, Calvin Johnson. I thought Calvin Johnson, silver and blue. I thought he was the, one of the most professional wide receivers. He didn't say anything, and he went out there and played hard and played all the time and played on terrible teams and was out there battling. And he was just beat up and he was tired of it. And you get tired of losing, so you walk away from the game. It's not worth it. I don't he, have any problem with somebody walking away from a game. That wasn't my point. I'm sorry, Calvin, you're not a me guy. I wasn't trying to start a battle with you. No, I he just, just on the field. Just, I just, just wanted to seem like a guy that made like, like just he, get it, ball, get it, ball, get it. Ball, he yeah. doesn't come come off as an Antonio Brown, an Odell Beckham, a Des Bryant, uh, one of those people to me. To me, watching him, he was one of those that I'm out there and I'm playing hard and I'm not causing you know problems. Ray, what are your lines? It's hard you to have? do as a Detroit guy. Who's the team that Le'Veon Bell is going to out of any team in the NFL? Who's the most likely according to Vegas? According to Vegas, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Tampa Bay Bucks. Man, that was my guess. That's top three. That was my guess. Who's the number one? Okay, it's not the Bucks. That was my guess. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. No. Your top, I mean, Steelers. I think he's staying on the Steelers. So Steelers is the odds-on favorite, then the Jets, then the Bucks. Those are your top really? three. Really? Yeah. So Steelers, Jets, Bucks. That's for Le'Veon. Then we go over to our boy... Antonio Brown. Who is he going to according to Vegas? Antonio Brown. Well, I got the I say the I Packers. Dallas was a I have good no guess. idea. Packers. Uh, uh Dallas is actually Dallas top was, three. I thought your Dallas was a good one. Packers is top five. Okay. The odds on favorite. Antonio Brown is going to the Steelers. He's with the Steelers. That's the favorite in Vegas. That's you, updated. They think they're gonna keep them both. Yes. Wow. They think the Steelers are both gonna have Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Nobody's leaving. They're just talking about it on Sports Center and it's not actually happening. Wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, Antonio Brown, Steelers the favorite, then the Niners, then the Cowboys, Jets, Packers. Yeah. All right. Well, he did say Niners, so there you go. That's why Niners is number two. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's about it, man. I mean, we're good. Brother Pitts, thank you so much. Brother, a dominant force. I could see you in Kansas City having your own afternoon talk show and just killing it. It'd be great. Love that. But that this is what this podcast is for. Somebody hears this, they think you're great. Yeah, yep. he doesn't know a lot about NBA, but guess what? He was great at Kansas City well, Chiefs they didn't Talk. I didn't have NBA growing up. I didn't then have they, that. Then they bring you into Kansas City Talk Radio in the afternoons, all because of this podcast. Dreams do come true. So you take this, send it out as a resume mm-hmm. to all over the country, mm-hmm. and you just got an afternoon sports job. Yep. That's all you got to do. But it would only be in the Kansas City area because you're such a diehard. I couldn't see you talking like Dallas Cowboys football. Why? 
Because you're such a diehard. I don't think it's the sports that people crave so much when they hear my voice. And you know, it's 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 the love for the game. And I'm going to tell you right or wrong the way I feel about something. I don't have to be a fan. Brother, of the game. you talk brother, did sometimes? you watch the AAF? What's that? <laughs> the, uh, America's funniest. What is it? The Allegiance Football League. Brother, or whatever. That was a good one, no, brother. I don't. I know AAF. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> you didn't watch it this. It's, it's. I mean, what if Kansas City had a cheat team? It's I, a new I have to, football. Man, I have to get up on this. It's, it's called, just like a sorry, D2 It's called the team. Alliance of American Football. All right, is that for just uh, guys that didn't make the pros or what? It's like it's, it's like a, a minor leagues, yeah. <laughs> Brother, if Kansas, I'm probably City, not going to get into that. You're no, going to need to if Kansas that. City gets the team. I don't but know if, what? if Kansas City gets a, their AAF team. You might have to get into it then. Mm, I'll cheer for it, but man, I love the NFL so much. I can't get into NBA, but I love college basketball. That's weird, but that I just, is I weird. Yeah, that just, is really weird. But you're a college basketball fan. You don't got an uh, NBA team I didn't have the in NBA Kansas City. Up, you know, right? I, mean, I just no. We didn't have any. We didn't have any professional sports teams in Kansas. But, okay. You know, Missouri, obviously, just growing up an hour from there. That's why Chiefs, Royals, and Jayhawks. Yeah, but no, didn't have hockey till I came here. Now I love the Preds. Okay. Know, but I didn't didn't have it. Didn't have Preds. Didn't have uh, NBA basketball. I watched it growing up, you know, Jordan and Ewing and all that kind of stuff when I was a kid. But, man, as I get older, I care less about it. But AAF, no, I'm probably out on that. Okay. Well, it's <laughs> that not, I, I soccer just, and all that other crap. There's your review, brother. Yeah. Hey, oh, the yeah, new yeah, football yeah. league. Speaking of soccer, I want to talk about uh, how awesome soccer fans are. Okay. okay? Ajax Only had, overseas, Premier League. Yeah. Ajax had a game yesterday against Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Premier League, right? Well, or, champions, you know, and so... They, at four in the morning, the Ajax fans set off fireworks outside Real Madrid's hotel room. I mean, I'm talking big explosion fireworks, like the ones you see on 4th of July. You got to keep that hotel room stuff on the DL, guys. That is so Use some aliases. Like, they are so, soccer fans are so crazy. They're crazy, though. They also get a little over the line crazy when they start doing explosives. Well, that ain't going to fly at the Super Bowl. You see that happening in Atlanta? No. Mm, No, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) because there's there's drones. They have like a bunch of F-150s flying around. You're not joking about that stuff. No, you can't. No, yeah. Soccer, I don't know enough about it. I'm out. Yeah, in Real Madrid, guys, when you check in, just use fake names. Don't check in under the name Real Madrid UF Soccer Team Premier League. <laughs> Number 34. Yeah, exactly. Right. Second like, string. Just go with a code name. Four it's, people have been arrested following the incident. Thank you. Or just don't go blow up fireworks at a hotel. Real simple. And you can use your real name. They're, dude, they're obsessive, though. When you watch these games, they'll do Premier League on Saturday mornings. Oh, man, it's You nuts. turn it on. Sometimes I watch it. It's just fun because the crowd's going crazy. Yeah. But they're all bu- drunk. They're so drunk. NFL fans get drunk. But, I mean, I feel like when they're showing the soccer fans, those guys are doing beer shotguns, and then they go to the soccer game. You can't afford that at the football games. How much are the beers at the soccer game? They're seven fifty where we're at. I don't I'd be know. getting plowed too if they were affordable. They hit up all those like, um, you know, the big old German drinking. Don't bars. they drink out of them big horns that they make noises out of? No, the, or is that the Vikings. Yeah, Vavuzlas, whatever those things are. No, that just you can't drink noise. out of those no. if you cup the bottom. I mean, yes, you could. I mean, you can drink out of anything. Well, you can drink out of your butt. Well, you if said you want they're to. crazy ass fans. Get away from the butt stuff. <laughs> Golly! Every time I say the butt stuff. Pitts gets Dude, very it's the world's most popular game. It's no, some, it's gross. No, that one was gross. But I'm saying it's it's a big time game, and it just it'll sometimes it. Would you rather? 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great day. Dude, we'll can you see. imagine upper management listening to this? Like, yeah, I heard your butt one about the uh, about eating uh, eating out of your butt. It's an up and coming podcast. Yeah, I'm going to take a listen real quick. Great podcast. Want to no, share that with you? Would you rather eat out of your butt or drink butt out of your Y'all butt? Y'all come listen to this. The higher ups don't even know we exist. <laughs> they have no idea this podcast is out there, and no one listens. I mean, we have 355 <laughs> people that listen a day, so I doubt it's one of those 355 is the management. Everybody have a great day. You can say it's bad every time I watch Sports Center. I think, man, our show's better than what I'm watching. 100. Miss you, Eddie. I heart big pits. Follow me. Thank you guys for having me. Okay. Oh, gets a shameless gets a plug shout in. out. Sore loser show on Twitter. We're out of here. <laughs> At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 